Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer in the heart of Giants Nation, Chris Bizignano. Chris, I guess before we get started, a uh, big shout out to Fansided. Uh, we're part of the podcast network now. Uh, very honored yeah. to do that. And um, it's a good yep. opportunity for us. Very psyched. Yeah, yeah, so am I. Uh, uh, special thanks to them. You know, they uh, put in their faith in us, Jerry, right? They, yeah. Uh, and uh, here we are. We're on board. With fans sided, happy to be part of the team. Happy to be covering the Giants for them. Yep. Um, the Be There Premier uh, Giant podcast. You know, let everybody know what the hell's going on with the New York football Giants. And Jerry, I would say there was uh, there's a lot going on in training camp this week, you know. <laughs> you know, you know, training camp brings like that feeling of excitement and you say, Well, yeah. there's a lot going on. Yeah. It just feels like this year there's even more going on. I mean, it is absolutely insane. I guess we could start off, dude, with uh I don't know, what was it, like like 40 versions of Hagler Hearns? What, what the hell is that? <laughs> well, let's put it this way. I've, you know, between being a fan and covering the Giants, you know, I've seen my, you know, yeah, ton of, I've seen a ton of daily uh, training camp fights, right, Jerry? Yes. And so have you. I mean, you know, you, you've seen them, you've, you, you've seen them, you've read about them, whatever it might be. So, well, yeah, the, the one the one I remember was Eli Apple and Evan Ingram. But go ahead, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this was one of the better ones. Uh, usually, usually it's a couple of guys maybe throwing a couple of punches, a couple of good shoves. Guys jump in, maybe a push a shove, and that's it, right? Mm-hmm. And but this was actually one of the better ones, um, where <laughs> you know Xavier McKinney kind of hit Corey Clement a little. You know, he gave him a pretty good shot. They were in pads, mind you. They were mm-hmm. in pads, uh, as we all know. And Clement didn't really take exception to it, but other guys did. Evan Ingram jumped in. Your boy Ingram jumped right in there. Shove Peppers, shove McKinney, and then Logan Ryan saw his boys were in trouble. You know, came from behind and blasted Ingram. Yeah. And the boys started going at it. Daniel Jones jumped in there, you know, which is, look, it, it's not advisable. You know, yeah. you don't want to see your quarterback jump in. Right. On the other hand, Jerry, mm-hmm. you know, players look at it, especially the off- offense, and say, well, holy crap. You know, our leader here, our quarterback's in there fighting with us. Yeah. Do you want to see that? No, of right. course not. Right. Eli Manning would have never have done that. I was just going to ask that years. question. You <laughs> no know? way Eli would have done that, yeah. Eli would have just stood in the back and laughed and said, okay, guys, have yeah. fun. You know, rightfully so. I'm not right. knocking Eli. Not a that's shot what, at Eli. Right, right, right. Not a shot at Eli. Uh, that's, you know, that's that's what you want your quarterback to do. You don't want him to get involved. But Daniel did. Not the brightest move. Judge kind of remind them of it. A lot of players remind me, hey, Daniel, listen, if we start going, if we start squaring off, just stay in the back and throw yeah. some passes to the, you know, to somebody on the sideline or something. Don't, don't worry about the fight, you know. So, but Daniel did. He got pulled out of the pile by a few guys. Uh, nobody wound up getting hurt. And we all know, Jerry, that Joe Judge, um, Coach Judge, did not like it. And he decided to punish the team to no end. Yeah. Now, we're gonna. I'm gonna get into, you know, Judge, and the reaction from Judge, and what he really means by his reaction. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So a lot of people are like, oh, look at this is high school stuff. He's got him running wind sprints. Yeah, you know, I was right there, Jerry. They were running a lot of sprints. Then they were doing push-ups. Right. You know, and the big men were sucking. Get they were sucking air, Jerry. Man, by the time they got their second, they did their second 100-yard sprint and push-ups and all that. And then Judge decided to unload on him verbally. Uh, he, he made it known to the team he was not happy. Now, yeah. 
Why was he so upset? Was it because the guys with Braun Jones was in there? Look, he he doesn't want a full scale brawl. No coach does. Right. Okay. But do coaches like the feistiness, the intensity, guys stick it up for each other? Right. You bet your ass they do. Yeah. Okay. I mean, as a fan, I liked it when I heard about it, and then it's funny because everybody's you know everybody's texting me like, "What's going on? What's going on?" And you know, jokingly, I write back, "I don't know." Text Chris. But um, no, I, I mean, I like it. I, I like the, you know, it, it really stemmed from, I, I, from what you told me, that the offense was finally getting better, the better of the defense. And the defense right. was frustrated. I like that. Right. So uh, Logan Ryan said that yeah. afterwards. He goes, hey, look, they got the better of us today. We got to straighten it out tomorrow, you know, right. which was yesterday. Okay. So, but ju- here's the thing with Judge. Everything's about discipline, fundamentals, right? Not hurting the team. Capital letters. Team. Right. Okay? So, I put it on Twitter about how Judge, what really upset him the most Mm -hmm. is that if you do that in a game, what happens, Jerry? A guy gets pushed. It's always the guy, the second guy, who blasts the guy and gets the flag. Hit first, never hit back. Right. Right? Yep. So, the main main point Judge was trying to express, and he did – (laughs) and he did trust me he did colorfully right yeah is that these actions will cost us possibly a game right and i put that on twitter i said that's what judges pissed off about because a flag uh it could be a fourth quarter 15 yard flag jerry yep it might cost you a football game it could if you act like this on the field you throw a punch and you hit a guy from behind right you're going to get the flag jerry you're costing your team and that's what Judge believes in. Team. Yep. That's what he was fuming about. That was what he, you know, we all know Judge is very colorful with his language, okay? He's not the first coach in the history of this league to use F word. Yeah, who cares, right? Matter of fact, I was talking matter of fact, I was talking with Phil Sims yesterday, and he was telling a story about the late Wellington Mara doing a rare interview with the Times back in the day. Hmm. And he asked him about his team and he was very proud of his team and all that and anything you could change or Wilson says well I, I just wish the coaches wouldn't be as colorful oh, that's <laughs> with their great. language that's awesome and Phil Sims was laughing he goes he goes Joe Judge you know Sims says something else he goes Judge likes to use the F word a lot he goes that was nothing compared to when we play he goes Parcells Belichick they always use the word mother F right in front they always put the mother in front of it right <laughs> Right, so right. the point being, Jerry, you know, this language a judge uses, he screams it a lot. This is not, you know, yeah. this is not the first time a coach cursed on the field. This is what coaches do. Yeah, the reaction was a little weird. It was like, guys, what, are you kidding me? It's a football field. Like, what do you expect? Coaches, yeah. man, that was, yeah, that was a little strange. Yeah, I mean, judge having guys run laps, punishment laps, Jerry. Mm-hmm. Guys, you know, and then the punishment after the fight. Like Logan Ryan said afterwards. Hey, judges and invented a wheel here. He goes, This is, I've played for numerous coaches, did the same thing. He goes, This Chris, is nothing new in this league. Chris, I you know? love what he said at that, I guess, the presser when, when right. Logan Ryan's talking about OCU Manure and Tuck and Kiwanuka. And he said, You're going to tell me they didn't have chippiness? And then he goes, I got chills right now. He goes, We're from New Jersey. Are you kidding me? And I just yeah. thought, Dude, yeah. you talk about, put the C on his chest, man. That guy yeah. gets it. But, yeah. Like Logan's saying, Hey, this is Northeast football, right? Oh, well, New Jersey, New York, the whole, you know, the, the yep. area, yep. the tri-state area. Hey, this, you know, this is, this is what we do here. You know, yeah. yep. we're a chippy guy. And he said, Logan said, Hey, I've been on Super Bowl winning teams. 
because this is what it this this is what we are. You know, this is yeah. what it takes. Yeah, you got to have that nastiness about you. Right. I, I think Logan knows what he's talking about, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. You know. So and, and you know, and it's funny, Jerry, because sticking to the fight a little bit, because I know a lot of people are interested, you know, in hearing about it. You know, and and they, you know, somebody asked Logan, "Do you regret your actions?" And Logan was like, "No." <laughs> he was like, "No." He goes, "Listen, we don't want to see anybody get hurt. We all laugh about it afterwards. We're all teammates. We all love each other. I love Evan." Evan he goes, "I mean, never be talking about it. We'll be laughing in two minutes about yeah, it." Yeah, Logan Ryan, I think, even tweeted the picture of uh, Roy Williams, the coach of UNC, dancing in the locker room, saying like, "This was us afterwards, guys. Like, it's right. over." You know, right? And that's what it is. And now look, Joe, Joe Judge could scream and rant and whatever he might say for twenty minutes, Jerry. That's not going to mean crap because the players settle it amongst themselves in the locker room, dude. Right. As soon as they walk in the locker room, hey, Evan, listen, no no heart. You know, no no bad feelings. No, this and that. Yo, I got you and this and that. And everybody's hugging. Everybody's eating. What They all ask each other, what are we going to eat now? What are we going to do tonight? You know, what time's the meetings? It's gone. It's forgotten about, dude. This is football. Yeah. It's forgotten about. But yeah, Joe's got yeah. the mess. I'm sorry, Joe. No, I was going to say, like, how many times have you heard about a fight in training camp? I guess this one was a little bigger. Than, than I guess what we've seen yeah, in a while. Yeah, but I, I I like it, man. I think it's yeah. like the competitive juice is flowing. Yeah. Um, I, I loved it. I don't care. Jerry, look, was it getting to a point of it was getting a bit dangerous? Yeah. I'm not going to, you know, look, sometimes these campfires, like there's a few punches, guys break up. It's all, this was getting a little yeah. dangerous, Jerry, where you right. got, oh, sh- oh, crap, somebody might get hurt here. Because guy, it was getting a little wild. It was. And they finally, right. they finally, you know, they finally broke it up and, and all that. Um, so it was getting to the point of danger. Yeah. Like I said, Joe, this is one of the better fights. And what I mean by better fights is that it was, it was going on and on. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think you called it old time hockey. It was like old time hockey broke out at Quest. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. so and, and you don't want to see that. You don't want to see it getting to the point of, all right, somebody might get hurt. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah it was getting a little dangerous. It ended yesterday's practice, no events. Everybody helping each other up after if a guy got knocked on the ground and all that. So, it's all forgotten about. Judge got his point, of course. The main point was it can cost you a football game with a flag, Jerry. Right, right. You know, that's the point. That's the point he got across. Right. Okay, and everybody understood that. Everybody knows where Judge is coming from. Yep. Sterling Shepard said it best yesterday. Yeah. If you that, don't like the discipline, too, yep. get the hell out. He basically said, get the hell out of here. Go out yeah. the door. Love it. I, I put it in my uh, in one of my columns this week. I, I love I love Logan Ryan and Sterling Shepard's quotes so much. I just you know Logan Ryan too, man. We're sick of losing. We're we're tired of losing around here. Yeah. yeah. And and Sterling Shepard, man, like talk about somebody who has bought in, right? Like yeah. he was part of the the Reese McAdoo regime, right? Like he was right. that that draft. You have to think about that. And he's bought into not only Judge but Gettleman as well. And from what you say, uh, you know, Sterling Shepard's in great shape and looking awesome right now. So Yeah, he look, he's the best shape of his, uh, in my opinion, he's the best shape of his career. And, and, and Jerry, you're the first one to say it, and I rode you on it. I think he's going to have the most catches on the team. Yeah. I think if he stays healthy, he's going to be the, uh, you know, uh, he's going to have a 70-80 type catch season, dude. Yeah. You know, though? Yep. You know, um, Look, we'll get into the injuries with Galladay, you know, in a few minutes. But Shep's a guy that has come into camp from day one, and he's looked great, and he continues to look great. And now the only hope, Jerry, you pray that the dude doesn't get hurt because he, he's had, you know, he right. has an injury history. You know, right. we know that. Right. You know, he's not a big dude. He's tough as nails. He'll take yeah. that hit. And unfortunately, you know, he's had a few concussions. 
and he's not the as we all know he's not a big guy Shep um and you know he's very susceptible to get injuries right so uh but he's in great shape but get it look Jerry real quick Chris one thing yeah do you think the drafting of Kadarius Tony pushed him a little too or no oh I'm sure it did dude yeah these guys have competitive pride yeah you know, when they went out and they drafted basically a slot guy, Jerry, mm. you know, Shep's, you know, even though Judge called Shep and said, look, this has nothing to do with you. We're adding receivers. We're adding talent. But don't let him fool you, Jerry. Yep. Well, as soon as Shep looked up Tony, if he didn't know him and saw what he does, you know, uh, you know, is it a coincidence he came into camp the best shape of his life? Probably not. Right. Probably not. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, so, but. But Joe, Jerry, just getting back to judging, we'll, we'll move on. You know, as far as the fight and you know, a lot of people about the discipline and, and he's tough and this and that. Look, I just put a tweet out a little while ago, and I hope I yeah, summed I it up, it. Jerry. Yeah, it was good. Did you like it, dude? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think I summed it up. <clears throat> you know, he's got that Parcells Coughlin mentality, right? The old school mentality with the young modern day touch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean is that you know these twenty three year old kids coming in twenty four. Joe could relate to them. Yeah. You know what I mean, Jerry? Well, a lot of times, you know, old-time coaches, you know, they're like, okay, you know, just do your job, cook kid, you know, and they're yeah, like, right. oh, what's up with coach, you know, you know, and all that. Um, so I think I summed it up there, Jerry, where in old school, you know, with the modern-day touch, and that's the way Judge is. And, Jerry, look, there was a lot of old giants around the building this week. Uh, I mentioned love, Sims love, yesterday. I love, I love that, by the way. Uh, you know, Ozzy's been there. Yeah. Tuck. Hmm? <clears throat> Kiwanuka, more guys are coming. Especially Judge sent that word that he wants the old timers back. You yep. know, he wants them around the building. He wants them talking to the team, and he's not full of crap with his word. Sims was right there in the middle of the team yesterday after practice, talked to him for about fifteen minutes. You know, um, so you know he, he he's a, he's a man of his word like that. I like that. He 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 loves this organization, Jerry Judge. Don't forget, this dude grew up an Eagle fan, right? And he is taken to this organization, and he just loves the culture and the history of it, dude. Yeah, he's bought in. And now it's just a matter of going out and winning more games. And I like that, dude. I like that we got one of theirs. I, you know, if you can't beat him, join him. Right? I like that we got a Philly guy who has bought into the Giants organization, the Giants yeah. culture, and the history. And it seems like he has a deep understanding of that. And, and you love that. And I was going to say before when you brought up Coughlin and Parcells, I think Parcells was better at it than Coughlin with regard yeah. to relating to the younger oh, players. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you see a lot of that in Judge. It's a good point you brought up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Parcells was very good at relating to a lot. But, you know, and, and, you know, Parcells was a guy that had his favorites too, Jerry. You know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. other guys, he was like, oh, let's get out of here. You know what I mean? Right. He was like that, Parcells. You know? Sure. You, you know? Yeah. And Judge is like, you don't see that with Judge. Judge is like the whole team. He yeah. wants to know each and every player, and he, he relates to them. Now it's just a matter of getting more wins, right, Jerry? Uh, um, because, you know, Judge is, man, I tell you, he, he loves the culture of this and the history of this organization, dude. He, yeah. he he welcomes it. He wants to learn more about it, you know? Yeah. yeah. So um, that's what well, well, one player, Chris, that he loves, yeah, who seems to be just, you know, sparkling in practice every day. <laughs> I mean, he looks like... Antonio Gates met, got with Tony Gonzalez to have a, the, this baby who is now just tearing it up the field, buddy. Evan yeah. Ingram. Uh, Jerry, what do you want me to I can't I make stuff up. I can't say. Look, I'm not going to put stuff on Twitter like, oh, Evan just made a nice scene grab. 
but we know he's going to drop on any game. No, I'm, okay. I, I can't do that. That's yeah. not fair to Evan. Yeah. Do we know that's a good possibility? Of course. We've seen it for four years, dude. Yeah. But I got to, I have to report what I see. And I'm going to say it again, Jerry. I know you're going to get mad at me. I, believe me, numerous guys I work with, they're like, Chris, stop. When I start talking about Evan, you know what I mean? Yeah. The dude is in the best shape of his life. Yeah. And he looks incredible on the field. Now, yeah. there's no hitting. There's no scheming. There's no game planning. There's no opponents. I get that. We know Evan's history. We know... I don't have to be reminded on Twitter that, yeah, Chris, but Evan, he can't do it. I know. I know. I'm just reporting what I'm seeing. And he's been one of the best players in camp. He's in phenomenal shape. He, you know, it's the first time in a while. Evan told me actually the other day is the first time in a while he's actually felt 100% healthy Good. going into a camp, dude. It's his contract year. Yep. Judge. Garrett, love him. I, I look. Don't shoot the messenger, dude. I'm just telling you what the hell is up. Nah, you know what I mean? Joking. I hope, dude. I hope he gets. I hope he gets 1,200 yards. And I, here's I really a, And here's the thing. And I noticed so much frustration. Look, I've talked to prominent giant people in the building, and believe me, they're frustrated with him too. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And, and a lot of people are like I, I've had enough of Evan. I, I just don't want to see. It. I, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Mm -hmm. But as giant fans and the ones that. On Twitter, just they're just so disgusted with him, and I get your feelings, bro. I, I get it, I get it, Jerry. You know, I'm not gonna say, hey, don't feel like that about him. Look, in the middle of the year, me and you, like, I give up on this guy. Remember, Jerry? Yes. All I'm game. saying, all I'm saying is, right. if this dude puts it together, has a breakout year, do you realize how much better that is for Daniel and his offense? Yeah, it'd be incredible, incredible, incredible. And I, and and with the weapons that they have now, you would think that. He could have that kind of year. He just got to remain consistent. And I love that you, I joke with you, man. I, I love that that he's having a good camp. Yeah. Um, you know, having a great Giants.com yeah. put that clip out of him, um, <laughs> splitting yeah. the defenders. It's like, oh my God, this, this kid looks so good. Yeah. You just hope it translates to the games. That's all. That's all. That's all you're going to Jerry, hope for. that's what we all hope for. Yep. And I and I understand that, you know, most people are, that no way that's going to happen, Chris. And I'm with you, brother. Right. I'm with you. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, you know he's gonna have a, a monster. Yeah, he he's he just in four years he's proven he can't put it all together. Yeah, is right. this the year? I don't know. We hope, but he yeah. looks great in camp, and that's all I can report is that he looks great in camp. He's been one of the best Giants in his training camp so far, and we'll see what happens when the season starts. You know, um, before we get but, to injuries, there's someone else I wanted to bring up because you tweet about him and yeah. you talk about him to me uh, on the side. Yeah, how how serious? is david sills right now like how, how serious is that name with the giants well jerry you know what dude with the injuries to yeah. austin mack dylan's on ir kenny galladay we'll start getting into the injuries in a few minutes galladay yeah. strains his hamstring who knows no he's gonna be out a few weeks we know yeah. that he yep. probably won't even see a preseason game you know no. um there's some openings jerry there's some competition going on and this kid Sills is another big body that goes up and gets it. Okay, yeah. so Chris, what are you talking about? Well, you know what? They're showing it on Giants.com. I've shown it on Twitter, right? Uh, we can't film during team drills and seven drills and all that. So I, I can't put the actual, unfortunately, touchdowns he's make. He's getting, you know, on my uh, my phone because we're not allowed. But you've seen it on Giants.com. They've shown some, you know. Um, the dude is having a great camp, man. 
Mm-hmm. He's having a great camp. Jeff, he had a good camp last year. He got hurt. He's having a, a, a great camp this year. He's opening eyes. He's a big boy to go up and get it. And he's he not just catching everything. the ball. He's not just catching balls over Sam Beal either, right? Like you know, now, he caught a touchdown over a Dory the right. other day. Yeah, on a fade in the back of the end zone. Yep. He went up and got it. You know, uh, he's catching every ball his way. The kid's opening eyes again. And he's going to be tough to knock off this 53 if he goes into these preseason games and really plays well. Yeah. You know, there's some opening. Look, uh, you know, Tony's set back. He's starting, to, he's starting to ramp up now, Tony. Like we just said, Galladay's going to be out now, right? Yeah, then you have, so, have Shepard and Slayton, really. They're the only I mean, four that are clearly yes, in front of I mean, him. In all fairness, C.J. Board's having a nice camp, yeah, and he plays special true. teams. So yeah, that's true. He's going to be in the inside running. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, Austin Mack was playing pretty good. Then he got hurt. Yeah, with the hamstring. Um, so, but Sills is, is a guy, Jerry, that's once again opening eyes. Uh, you know, I, 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 what am I gonna do? I mean, he makes plays every camp. I gotta report it. Yeah, I'm just yeah, telling everybody yeah. what the hell's going on. You no, it's exciting. Mean? It's another guy that you weren't expecting. Like you're looking at these other names and you're thinking, "Wow, we're set at receiver possibly if they stay healthy." And then this kid comes along and like, "Oh, I forgot about him last year." And you were talking, you were ranting and raving about him last year, uh, and and now he's he's really opening eyes. I think he said he caught four touchdowns in camp so far. Yeah, um, the last two practices. days. Well, not yesterday, but three, uh, two, two, four touchdowns the last three days, dude. Yeah. So uh, look, it's another guy. He could be the, uh, you know, if he gets some playing time against the Jets, maybe he can be the Victor Cruz. Who the hell knows? Yeah, I mean, you know, let him, he's going to play against the Jets. He's going to play against the Browns. He's going to get. He's going to get quality snaps, Jerry. Yeah. You know, you know, he's going to get those snaps in these three preseason games. Yep. Um, and he's a guy that you know. He. he I'm hoping. I got to be honest with you, dude. I'm hoping he takes advantage of his opportunity, Jerry. Um, yeah. Which is going to be coming in these preseason games, and we'll see. You know, we'll see what happens when. He- and from what you tell me, it's the kind of guy you want to be careful with because if you put him on the practice squad, he can get taken by somebody else. Yeah, so you have to yeah. be very careful with, like, hey, is this a guy we want to make sure we we protect and keep, or are we going to put him on the practice squad, let him practice with us, and then anybody can claim him? So, uh, you know, you don't envy the position that that the coaching staff's in when a kid like that is really turning it on. Yeah. Um, look, there's been a couple injuries this camp. Yep. A couple of retire a couple of guys signing and retired about ten minutes later. <laughs> Three guys, huh? Three guys. So, uh, Benjamin, I, Benjamin Davis and uh and uh yeah. and uh, Looney. Yeah. Yeah, Benjamin we talked about last week. Yep. Uh Todd Davis, the linebacker, he signed and he decided that he can't do it anymore. He he retired and Joe Looney lasted about three days and he, he just didn't think he could do it anymore with his body. Yeah. So he retired, you know. Yep. Um and some of the injuries, look, Galladay. He's had hamstring issues in the past. He's missed mm-hmm. games over the years with his hamstring when he yeah. was with the Lions. Now they, the team feels they avoided a disaster-type injury. It's a strain. But, you know, these things, Jerry, they better make sure he's back 100%, man. They're, they're tricky, man. Because they're tricky. Yep. They can linger. Yep. If you, What usually happens, Jerry, is if you come back a little too early, Yeah. what happens next time? You pull it. Yep. Now you're talking four to six. Yep. So... I'm sure you're not going to see Galladay. You know, you're not going to see him in a preseason game. And I'm sure you're probably just going to see him about two, three weeks in camp, getting getting it going again, ramping it up, getting ready for the Denver game, dude. Yeah. You know, but it hurts, Jerry, because, you know, he's new to the team. He's new with Daniel Jones. Right. You want to see him get as many reps as you can Yeah. <clears throat> with Daniel. They were working after practice every day. They're working on routes. They're working on timing. They're doing all that. It's not easy, dude. Uh, yeah. You know. It's a tedious process, Jerry. Yeah. Getting your timing down with a new receiver, you know? 
That's what I worry about with Kyle Rudolph, too. He hasn't yeah, practiced I, yet. You know? And so Rudolph. Yeah. Right. Rudolph hasn't practiced yet. And he's still limping, man. I don't expect to see him. Yeah. You know, for uh, weeks. Uh, so, yeah. Now, they had another loss yesterday. Levine, the tight end, Levine Tololo. Yep. He tore his Achilles. Yeah. Um, and he'll be done for the year. So did they have a bigger role? I mean, they signed him again, which was shocking, right? They kept him, I should say. Did 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 they have a bigger role planned for him, Chris? That you saw so far. I mean, there's only been a few practices, but like, yeah. How big of a hit is this? Well, it's not a. Yeah. Look, they got Rudolph. They expect Rudolph back, Jerry. So it's not yeah. that big of a hit. I got to yeah. be honest. With you, I'm not gonna lie to you. If they didn't have Rudolph, I'd be like, ah, it's a you know. Yeah. But Rudolph is expected back. Um, but look, they were gonna work him in on the red zone more, Jerry. Yeah. They liked his blocking last mm-hmm. year. They wanted him as that big target in the red zone wall. But now they do have Rudolph, too, you know? Yeah. So when he gets back, he'll be that red zone guy, um, you know? And, and so, it, look, they, he has some nice inline blocking last year, Levine, you know? And they, they wanted to get him involved a little bit more in the passing game this year, especially in that red area. Um, obviously, that's not going to happen now. He'll be lost for the year. So it's a little bit of a hit, dude. You know, look, you know, he's a little bit of a hit. Some of the guys that haven't seen the field yet, or since uh, I should say rookie camp or mini camp, whatever, um, Aaron Robinson and Ellerson yeah. Smith, like they're the ones that are more annoying as a Giants fan because you just want to start hearing about them. Like we have high hopes for both players, yeah. and there's guys that are, you know, like especially in that defensive backfield that's so crowded. There's other guys that are taking advantage of that of his injury, um, but th- those are ones that look Galladay. Just be careful with him. Rudolph, we knew about Saquon. Obviously, you just hold out. Mm-hmm. But those two, it's like, oh, man, they, you just wish yeah. they could get on the field because they're falling behind now. Jerry, they're falling behind big time. He's going to start the – I'm sure Aaron Ramos is going to start the year in the IR, you know. Yeah, um, shame. He's on his side, Jerry. You know, uh, he, he's got some, he's got like a wrap around his midsection, his shoulder. Midsection. He's got a core injury. He's not going to be back anytime soon, it looks like, you know. Ellison Smith's working his way back now. But, you know, Jerry, as a rookie, when you fall behind, you miss – couple of weeks of camp and oh. going now, you know, pretty soon we're going to the third week of camp preseason games a week from tomorrow. Oh, I'm sorry, Saturday. Right. Yeah. You fall behind, dude. You're not yeah. you're some six year veteran who knows right. the system and could jump right in there. You know what I mean, Jerry? Yep. You, Absolutely. you fall behind. So I, I, those are two guys that really intrigued me. You know how much I liked Aaron Robinson. Mm-hmm. I was really hoping to see him, dude. Yeah. Now we're not going to see him, you know, and Ellison Smith's a big boy on that edge. And, you know, we're going to see him pretty soon probably. But, but Jerry, you know what? Another guy, let's speak, you know, Xavier, you know, the X-Man. Yeah. Hasn't been out there, dude. O'Shane Zimenez, yeah. O'Shane Zimenez hasn't been out there. He's way behind. Yeah. And in a spot of the – in a part of the defense that's crowded right now, I think. And, you know, so what happens with him? You know, you got Aziz who's coming on. Yeah, that, he looks pretty that, good. I was going to ask you that. How is he um, looking? Yeah, look, Jerry, he he's getting to know the system. Yeah, you know, um, he's getting to know the system, which means that he's starting to play a little faster. Yeah, you know, we'll see it in the Jet game, Jerry. Watch, yeah. we'll we'll see how fast he plays against the Jets. Yeah, you know. Yep. And this is why I love preseason games. I know a lot of people don't like it, but this is why I love them, Jerry. Yeah, I love them. Love them. Because you see these kids out there, and you let them get live reps against an opponent, uh, uh, the op, uh, an opponent, uh, <laughs> an op- opposing team, right, Jerry? Yeah. You want to see him against a different jersey. Yeah. Uh, this is what you want. But you're right. And, O'Shane Simmons is, is falling way behind. Man. Yeah. Look, you you know you Cam Brown's being used in all different positions, outside, inside, right? 
Carter really? Coughlin's a little outside. Carter Coughlin's been a lot inside. You nice. got Trent Harris. You got you got Lorenzo Carter that be, should be coming back soon. Yeah. And then you got Aziz. And X-Men's falling behind, brother. Yeah. With this hamstring injury, you know, he, uh, to me, he's in danger, man. Yeah, yeah. We said that. We said he's the guy that you wouldn't be surprised if he took a, a, a giant leap or was cut. Because he's got the talent. He just can't stay on the field. And if he's not on the field, it's, you know, like Banks says, the best availability, yeah. the best ability is availability. And if you can't play, you know, and, and, and what I, I think is a very crowded edge, even though we don't know who, you know, the starters are probably going to be Carter and probably Aziz, we think. I mean, at least I, I would guess if he, if he comes on strong enough, you second round pick, you put him out there. But, you know, it's a crowded edge and he's behind, I would say, four or five guys right now. Oh, man, he's behind. Yeah. Like I said a couple weeks ago, you better get his butt in camp, man. Yeah. There's no his spot is not secure, you know. Right. So, um, you know, that's where we're at with him. So we'll see what happens with that. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> Blake Martinez, he's back, Jerry. He's yeah. working. He's he's worked his way back. You know, coming off the COVID list. Tony is ramping up. You know, he's feeling he's fielding punts. He's getting some reps as he's slowly build building his way back. You know, um, you know, look. It was positive that Matt Pert came back this week. Yes. He had a little bit of a lower back issue going on. Mm-hmm. Um, he Jerry, where do you see this kid? How much bigger he got, dude? Yeah, uh, he keeps um, saying that. Uh, you know, and he looks like he got stronger, too. He, he On one, they were doing one-on-one drills. And um, he one time, he winged Aziz. I mean, winged him to the ground. You really? Know? Um, so he seems to have gotten stronger. So which he, that was his goal, to bulk up more and get stronger in the offseason. It appears that he has reached his goal, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, and so uh, they need him. They rely on him, Jerry. They got him penciled in the right tackle. No matter what Judge says, we all know he, he's penciled in to win the job. And um, I do believe he will win that job, Jerry. I, I do, you know. So, all right, guys. Before we go on, a word from our sponsor, Manscaped.com. Be right back, guys. Attention, Giant Insider podcast listeners and buffoons all the way from Australia to the swamps of Jersey. Guys, do we have a pube problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have the solution for you with their fourth generation and brand new lawnmower 4.0. Kick those pubes to Philly, Washington, or Dallas. Just get them the hell out of East Rutherford with the Performance Package 4.0. Join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for giant Sundays by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20, F-A-N-S-I-D-E-D-2-0. Inside this package, you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which I even use on my bald head, weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your gear. This fourth-generation trimmer also features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents, thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multifunction on-off switch, can engage a travel lock, and it is even waterproof. The Lawnmower 4.0 also has a 4,000K LED spotlight that you can turn on and off when needed for a more precise shave throughout your Cover 2 defense. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. Are you kidding me? This nose and and ear and hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those oh-so-delicate places. 
Don't forget to use the Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, and their Crop Reviver to help your special teams be on their A-game. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. For a clean cover three, your balls will thank you. And we're back. All right, dude. Um, bef- uh, what else do we want to talk about? Like, there's the, I'm not sure about other significant injuries. Um, if there's anyone else who's really opening your eyes, Chris, um, yeah. we can kind of take it anywhere, but before we get to questions. Yeah, well, obviously, let's talk about Daniel a little bit, you know? Yes, yeah, good um, point. Yeah. Daniel um, got off to a crappy start, dude. I'm not going to. And, and guys, real quick, I get the unfiltered version. I get. You hear on the podcast, yeah, Daniel's, uh, I'm a little concerned right now, uh, from Chris. I get the unfiltered one, so I, I was more concerned than maybe some of you guys were. But after you, after you had that last practice, um, yeah, I'm feeling yeah. a little better. Anyway. Well, Jerry, look, he was very up and down the first three, four practices. Yeah. Missed a lot of passes. Yeah. And look, and excuse me, it was a little, it was a little alarming. Like, Daniel, come on, what are we doing here? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But – has been much sharper. As a matter of fact, two practices ago in pads before the fight, um, I had him down for not missing a pass, and I seen a couple other guys had it the same thing. So I thought maybe sometimes you think you miss one, you you look down, you're talking to somebody, and you're like, next thing you know, there's balls on the ground. You're not sure. Anyway, I didn't have him with one incompletion in team drills, and I know a lot of other guys reported the same thing. So I guess I was right. I didn't miss an incompletion. So that's very impressive. Yeah. Okay, that was impressive. He was sharp, pretty sharp yesterday. Um, so after a very slow camp start for Daniel, which was a little alarming, I'm not going to lie to you. It was like, oh man, what are we doing here? You know, um, he's coming on <coughs> and he's playing much better, which is obviously <laughs> positive news. Jerry. That, you know, that's when I game. get concerned about the giants. When you say, when it's, whether it's Garrett Jones, whatever, when you go, what are we doing here? Like, that's my dad's, <laughs> my, 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 my late father's, what the hell do they practice all week? Like that's your go-to. Right. So when you say that, um, yeah, anyway. Sorry. Right, right. So it was that was my mentality the first three, four days. Like, what the hell are we doing here, Daniel? You know, I'm missing balls, missing in drills. I'm like, what are we doing? You know? Yeah. And it wasn't just me, believe me. There was a lot of other guys next to me, like, what the hell is Jones? You know, but he has gotten much better. The offense, which couldn't get out of its own way, you know, against this defense, Jerry, the first week, they've improved. Yeah. They've they've caught up to the defense, which happens a lot in camp. Yeah. That happens a lot. The defense is way ahead of the offense. You know, um, so that's a good sign. They're catching up a little bit, playing much better against this defense that, look, the secondary has been pretty impressive the first week and a half, Jerry, two weeks. You know, Dory's been one of the best players in camp. Yeah, you said Adore that. Dory Jackson. Yeah. yeah. James Bradbury's been James, you yeah. know. And then you got Pep and McKinney's having a good camp and Julian's doing his thing all over the place and Donnie Holmes in a slot. You know, so, you know, uh, it's it's not like you know they're going against a pretty solid secondary, Jerry. You know right. these camps are mostly what you really see is the seven on sevens, elevens. You know guys yeah. <laughs> receivers against DBs. You know all that. Yep. And, and uh, you know they got the defense got the better of them the first three four practices, but now the offense is caught up and actually has played really well against them. So that's a good sign, dude. Is there anything else? Anyone else that's uh, standing out to you that you want to talk about? 
Um, no, you know, I, I, spot, I, you know, like, you know offensive line or whatever, anybody, um, you know, who's having a good camp is Corey Clement. Mm. You know, the guy running back from the old Eagle. Um, mm. I like the way he catches the ball. He runs, he's, he's running the ball. It seems, you know, he's got life in those legs. He's only four years in, but he's got life in those legs. Um, one kid, Jerry, a draft pick that I was kind of looking forward to in this camp has been pretty quiet. has been Gary Brightwell, you know, the running back they drafted. Uh, he's been pretty quiet. Uh, Clement has... You know, there's he's leapfrogged ahead of him. Yeah. Book Book has been the number two, and he fumbled in a team drill the other day. Uh, Dory stripped him, <laughs> and and, and Judge yanked his butt out of there, and he put, you know, Corey in there. Clement, yeah, you know, yeah, he was like, yeah. uh, he, he wasn't going for that judge. They yanked his butt out of there, and he got Clement in there. But Book was back with the ones most yesterday. So you got Booker and Clement, obviously, and we're all waiting for, you know, Mister Tree Trunk legs to come back. Which, <laughs> You know, it looks like he, he's on schedule to come back. Uh, you know, I'm watching Saquon. He's there every day. He's working in the back. By the way, Shane Lemieux, he'll be back. Yeah. You know, Jerry, real soon. He was yeah. on was the field yesterday. yesterday. Yep. He was on the field yesterday. Um, yeah. And Saquon is in the backfield. I see him running a lot. I see him cutting. And to me, Jerry, you know, they're just going to take it slow like we all know, right? Mm-hmm. Like they should. And um, he, he definitely looks like he's on pace, Jerry. On schedule, I should say, to play that first game against them. Awesome, man. Um, all right. That is a hell of an analysis, Chris, over the last uh, four I hope days. I didn't flood you too much with that, Jerry. <laughs> no, no. I mean, look, we, we, we recorded Friday, and uh, it's been, um, you know, it's what, six days. But it just seems like so much, and it did, so much has happened. I, I laugh when you mention Corey Clement because I'm thinking uh, he – was the start of the fight in, you know, not, not by his fault, but McKinney hitting him, that kind mm. of started the whole thing. Um, but yeah, dude, that is one hell of a, uh, of a recap. That was, uh, I feel like we just went through a season. Oh my God, guys quitting fights, injuries, guys coming back, you know, unsung heroes looking good. Um, yeah, man. I don't know if you're, I don't know how you can't be excited about this right now if you're a Giants fan. And I guess there's, there's some reasons to temper that enthusiasm, but Look, man, we're expecting the. I'm expecting the division title this year. Sorry, mm-hmm. I, I'm tired. Like, like right. Logan Ryan said, I'm tired of losing. I love what Judge is building. I love what what this this roster looks like right now. How deep it is, and uh, I'm pumped, man. Nice job by you. Uh, you know what? I, I, Logan set it up. He he summed it up right, Jerry. Hey, yep. the fans are sick and tired of losing around here. We're sick and tired of losing this organization. Yep. We got to turn this shit around. We got to turn this stuff around, brother. Yeah. No, you said it right. Shit around. We're turning shit around. You know what I mean, Jerry? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Logan, you know, when Logan talks, you listen. Right. He's from the Super Bowl champion Patriots. He played yep. on a playoff team with the Titans. Yep. He's Tom Brady. He's the last Tom Brady interception as a Patriot. <laughs> yeah. What I'm saying is that when Logan talks, when guys like Logan talk, you listen. Yep. This isn't some buffoon who came from, some, from the Jets and said, oh, yeah, well, listen, I can tell you what's going on here. No, you know what I mean? This is Logan Ryan. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying he's a Hall of Fame safety. I'm just saying... He's a guy who gets it. He knows what it takes to win. Yep. He comes from New England. He comes from Mike Vrabel in Tennessee. Playoff teams. He knows what it takes. His team went into New England and knocked off the Patriots a couple years ago. He knows what it takes to win. He's from Belichick. He's from Vrabel. Okay? This isn't some tomato off the street talking out of his blowhole saying, Oh, yeah, you know, uh, let me tell you something. I've been in this league seven years. I know what it takes. Shut up, dude. But when Logan Ryan talks, he knows. Guys, listen to him, dude. 
Guys, if you can't get pumped up after that, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know what else. You need a, a defibrillator or something. I don't know. Very, right, very, spi- very spirited practices too, Jerry. Yeah, good. The the, the players enthusiastic, very pumped up, very into it. Good sign, you know. So um, excellent. Get pumped up. Look, the preseason game is what, Jerry? Uh, nine days away now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You could go out there. You could hit it up on the Jets, an opposing team, another. Colored jerseys, you get beat up by the Jets a little bit, maybe, you know? And they're gonna see their boy Zach Wilson, I'm sure. Right? Yeah. So uh let's see what let's see how um Robert Soleil plays it over there with Zach Wilson. But we'll see if Zach goes against the ones, right? Jerry, we'll see. Well, I don't know. Look, I'm gonna ask Judge next week. I'm sure somebody else is gonna ask him. This is Judge's first preseason game as a head coach. That's right. And we'll right. see, I don't know. We really don't know how he's going to play. Is he going to play starters? I don't know. We'll see next week when we ask yeah. him. You know, how did Belich- Belichick? What did Belichick do? Not that he's he, going to be. No, a he plays. Copy. He he he. Except for the last game, Belichick plays the starters. Yeah. For you know, he'll play him a quarter, quarter and a half of the second game. He he likes to get the starters some reps, dude. Yeah. You know. Um. So I expect maybe the same thing. You know. But now, what what could change, Jerry? Because it's only three preseason games, mm-hmm. right? Number two, you have to cut five guys after the first game. Yeah. Which, uh, by the way, two things that could change the way a coach thinks. He wants to get, you know, guys more reps. You know, he wants to look at it, which is going to happen. And two, it'll cut down the damn roster size, you know, because there's four million guys running around with these numbers. Every two seconds, you got to look, what the hell is that again? And, you and, look the, and there's this, some you know? guys with, with, with the same number, you know? <laughs> Right. It's so annoying. There's so many guys. I can't wait till the roster's cut down to 53, to be honest with you. But, uh, yeah, so you got to cut down five after the first game. So That's funny, man. Who caught that swing up, pass? Though. Danny Shelton? No, that can't be right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. Plus, you, so, plus, you're farther away, right? Judge keeps you guys a little far away. Yeah, I'm a little far away with Judge, you know. So that put you guys on the tough. turnpike. <laughs> yeah, at times, you know, uh, you know, you got to bring the binoculars to check out what's going on. But. Oh, that's great. <clears throat> All right, man. Question time. We'll lead off with Derek at D wins. Can't help but feel spoiled by Eli's durability, but am I the only one concerned with our quarterback depth chart situation? Just feels like if eight goes down, we are totally screwed. I mean, I, that's, I, that could have been the case with Eli too, though, Derek. I mean, your quarterback goes down. Yeah. yeah there's no Jeff Hostetler's waiting in the wings anymore, I don't think. You know, that's tough. Yeah, look, they're, they're number two is for a reason. So if, you're, if your starter goes down, good luck. You know, <laughs> you just right. hope you have a little better number two than other teams, you know. How, how's, how's, how's Glennon look now? Well, like Mike Glennon. Yeah. You know, he, he's, got a, he's a big boy. He's got an arm, and uh, he'll miss guys. You know, he'll be off. Target like six yards sometimes, you know. There's a reason why a guy's been a number two his whole career, and you know, and that's the reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's Mike Glennon, but at the same time, if something happens to Daniel, you do have a veteran stepping in that knows how to run an offense, who's won some games in this league, and you could and you just hope he holds the fort, you know. Kerry Feliciano, can I say I'm a true Led Zeppelin fan if my favorite song from them is Good Times, Bad Times? Chris, I'll leave that one to you. Yeah, it's a Zep one. It's a Zep one song. Um, so yeah, I'll go with you, Carrie, on that one, no doubt. If it's off the Zep one album, no problem with it. If it's Hey Hey, what can I do? I have a big problem with it. <laughs> what if that's the second favorite song? Is that still bad? That, that that shouldn't even be in your top fifty. Forget about more or less your top five or whatever. Uh, Mickey Budarita. I hope I got that one right. Chris, question for you: After the fight, when Judge was punishing the team, mm. push-ups and sprints. What yeah. was the instant reaction from the reporters? Were you guys surprised by how furious he was? 
Did you feel it was justified? Well, you said you said it was justified. Did you feel confident in his leadership, et cetera? So what was the reaction from everyone? Was well, the reaction justified? was that you could hear a pin drop. Yeah. The whole facility, it was dead quiet. Uh, all you heard was Judge screaming. Yeah. Um, so that was the uh, – now we've heard – we've seen Judge do that. You know, he, he's gone off a few times in the, you know, in the two years he's here. So was it a surprise that he was going off like that? No, we kind of expected it. Um, but it, it was a very – I mean, we were all just listening, and literally, you could hear a pin drop in that and in, in that place. So, uh, and what was the last part of the question, Jerry? I don't know. I went past it. Oh, uh, did you feel confident in his leadership? Oh yeah, yeah, sure I do. Yeah. Uh, Hunt for five at Gmen Pride Four, Jerry. Can I get an explanation on the approximate timeline that your feud with Pro Bowl tight end Evan Ingram began? I believe it was a Thursday night game in Philly. And that horrible drop, I don't want to verify. Hashtag, God, I hope Philly doesn't get Watson. Yeah, there's reports of that very, very close to happening, and then the other people threw water on it. So I don't know how close they are to getting to Sean Watson. Hey, look, man, I like Evan Ingram. I liked him when they drafted him. I, I had my last straw with him at the Philly game. But look, hey, man, it's a new season. I, I, I want Evan Ingram to do well. I would just say I'm, I'm, as, I'm like every other Giants fan. I'm just aggravated by the inconsistencies because you see – um, you see someone like a, like a, I see Jordan Reed when I look at Evan Ingram. He should be that type of player. So that's all. Yeah. You know what, folks? Don't get confused by what Jerry means. Like, Jerry wants Evan to have a 90 catch year and Pro yeah. Bowl and the whole act, you know, 18, uh, eight touchdowns. You know, it's just that, like me and Jerry, like, believe me, a ton of other people, it's like we had enough. Like, doing it, it's like enough. This guy just can't put it together, you know? But that doesn't mean. That we don't want this kid, especially, you know, knowing Evan personally, man. He's a great dude, man. That doesn't mean that you don't want him to have a great season, right, Jerry? It's not, I think some people think we're at the point like, oh, even if he has a good year, I want him gone. Right, Jerry? No, right. That's, right. That's, no that's, that's not, not the, the point. That's not the case at all. That's not the case. Jim Birdie at Jim underscore Birdie. This is a really good question. If the Giants carry five to seven wide receivers, do five to seven of them need to play special teams and make the team no. over – better receivers that can't play special teams. This goes with any depth position also. So like Kenny Galladay, Sterling Shepard, they're not going to yeah. play special teams. But yeah. those back-end guys, Chris, would they keep yeah, a guy, the guys, do you think? Yeah, the last the last few spots, you better be a special teamer. Yeah. You know, usually it comes down to special teams. Yep. Uh, Nico Reeson, hey, guys, question out of Switzerland. That's awesome. Yep, you guys are international. Is there a chance to see Galladay, Shepard, Slayton, and Tony – on the Giants roster post-2022? Post-2022, probably yeah. not. Yeah, it's tough, right? Uh, I would say probably Shep would be a casualty by then. I know that stinks, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fubar at head... I can't pronounce it. It's week two of the training camp. Have the Cowboys won the Super Bowl yet? Hashtag buffoon crew. Uh, okay, here we go, Chris. One fishy scientist. Oh, this person's in Florida. I know. I, I've interacted with this person before. How do you see the running back room shake out? Do you think the Giants want a power back? And if so, who is that? A power like, back? Well, they, they signed Alfred Morris, right? Like, how do you see yeah. that? You know, I, I guess early prediction right now, what yeah. do you, how are you seeing the running back room shake out? I, I, I see Saquon, Booker, and uh, Corey Clement. You know, that's what I see. And then, and then you know, with either uh, Penny or, or, or Cullen, you know, Gillespie, a guy. And then Brightwell goes on. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, Brightwell goes practice. Practice squad. You know? Yeah. Um, and Morse, you know, why not? We'll see. He's a kid body right now. He's going to compete, but 
I like the I like the way Clement looks, and then you have Booker. You know he's going nowhere, and then obviously Saquon coming back. So that's a weird signing. I mean, I know he did okay last year, but it was like okay, Alfred Morris, huh? All right, a lot of inactive for Alfred. Morris. If he makes a squad, a lot of inactive for him. Yeah. Bosco at Bosco zero one zero two. Any thoughts on Solder during camp? Haven't heard much about him. Where has he been lining up, Chris? Yesterday, you know, he was at right tackle. He's been a little left tackle. You know. Uh, yesterday, Matt Purpose at left tackle because Andrew Thomas wasn't in the team drills. So, yeah. um, look, he looks uh, pretty good. We'll see. You know, when he goes against, uh, you know, when he gets some reps in um, preseason games, you know, you can't. It's it's hard to really tell here in these practices. But yeah, Trevor Burgess at World Jukebox. Based on Tuesday's brawl, if you had to pick one giant on the roster to bet on for a boxing match, who would it be? Oh, what, boxing match? Oh, I don't know about bo- probably Peppers. Okay. What about a um, brawl? Just a brawl. One, guy, one guy on your side. Gates. Gates. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Nick Gates actually enjoys these things. <laughs> yeah. He actually, like, he looks forward to these confrontations, Jerry. Jerry, you there? Yes, yes, I'm going. Oh, right. Yes, I yes. To my, I thought I was uh, talking to my uh, humidor here, my cigar box. We're good, we're good. <laughs> your cigar box, you said? My humidor. I'm looking at my humidor right now. I thought I was talking to that. No, you're good. You're good. Yeah, I, yeah all right. thought I lost you. No. No, we're good. Okay. So Gates in a brawl, Julia, uh, Jabril, I say Julius all the time. I'll go Peppers in a boxing Peppers match. In a boxing match, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Peppers looks like he could throw. He could throw, and um, and Gates in a in a street brawl. Gates. Okay, that's fair. Easy peasy at Easy A E S Q. Do you think I can get a contract? I may not be good, but I promise not to retire before the end of the week. <laughs> oh, that's great. Ah, okay. I'll run it by uh, Gettleman. See what he says. <laughs> That's so funny. Garrett Clark at Garrett Clark 28. Chris, based on what you've seen in padded practices, does the offense or play calls look any different? Or can you even talk about that? Scared about Garrett for this year. Are you allowed to talk about that? Like, I, it's so CIA here. They haven't really opened up the playbook yet, so you can't really go by anything yet. It's a good answer. That's a good answer. Uh, Sebastian Cordy at Seb Cordy. And we'll go a few more here. Name two cuts that we don't see coming. Amazing pod, guys. Regards from Mexico. Awesome. Wow, Mexico. Okay. Nice. Two guy. Two cuts. Wow, we don't we see really coming. are international. Oh Jeremy. my god, international buffoons, baby. Holy crap, Mexico now. Go ahead. Nice. Um, two two cuts. Name two cuts we don't see coming. Oh, I hate to say, it, but X Man might be one of them. Yeah, Shane. Yeah. Not, not, guys, don't worry. Not Xavier McKinney. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Shane Zimenez. Yeah. Well, he's kind of known as the expert. I know, I know, a lot no, of I know, people, I know. Some people get confused with McKinney, but no, I'm going to start saying Shane and Zimenez. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can see that being one. Uh, another surprise. Uh, mm, another surprise cut. It has to be in the defensive backfield. There's going to be a cut because you, unless you, how many you keep? You can keep 12. <laughs> maybe i don't know maybe they do um, maybe they keep 12 i don't try to think of a linebacker man maybe like a i don't know i don't know reggie I, I, ragland like, or someone like that who jerry reggie ragland or someone like that uh, maybe yeah yeah, yeah I'm just yeah I, don't, out there. I don't even know if that would even be that much of a surprise uh right but I, i'm just gonna say Zimenez right now i can't think of anybody else right now i agree with you uh, three good ones in a row adriana ayafola do you think Beal's having a good enough camp not to get cut? Hashtag buffoon crew. No. <laughs> Dylan Rivera at D Rivera 2267. 
How's Big Dex moving out there? I saw he had two knee braces on. Don't remember him wearing those last year. How's he well, looked? they want them to wear knee braces. So okay, yeah. How's he um, looking? He, he looks good, Dex. He's moving yeah. well. He's moving. Yeah. I, look, I said before the camp started. I think Dex is going to have a big year. I'm going to stick with that. I like the way he's moving. I think he's going to push that pocket a lot more this year. Um, and he's uh, he's going to be a pretty big factor for him. He's a number one pick, brother. Uh, you know, he's got a third year now. He's got to be that impact guy. So, yep. I think he will be too, Jerry. Oh, I love this question, Michael at Michael underscore B one N N. Do you consider Heartbreaker and Living Loving Made one song or two? Hashtag, hey, hey, what can I do? I can go first if you want. Get. Sort of Those two songs were not back-to-back on Led Zeppelin 2. Um, that's only a box set thing. Yeah. Living Loving Made was after Thank You, and Heartbreaker was the last song on the first side. I remember flipping over that tape all the time. Yeah. So, no, that is a box set thing. Yeah. There you go, Chris. How about that? Yeah, very good, Judge. Jerry's 100% correct in that one. Thank you. I know a lot of people uh, think that's like a back-to-backer, but no, it's not. That's very good. Thank you. I feel like I've, I've earned so much more street cred today <laughs> with Led Zeppelin. You actually gained a little bit for me today, man. Uh, yeah, I have to admit, I, I didn't think you had that one in you. No, thank you very much. Appreciate it. That's made my day, Chris. I don't even think I can go on with this podcast anymore. Well, now, is, now, uh... now you just... Uh, you no, know. dude, that's awesome. I, I feel good about this. I'm, I'm not kidding. Uh, let's see. Well, pert question again. Here we go. Richard Savner, who's related to the other Richard Savner, right? I think this is a, a, a grandson or son. My wife is having her first son on Sunday. I'd like to write to John Mara about the fourth generation G-Man fan. Congratulations, man. That is awesome. How do I send him a letter? This will be SavFam17's namesake, Richard Savner, the fourth, third generation member of the buffoon crew. That is awesome, Richard. Congratulations. Just write it. Just write a, a letter to um, MetLife Stadium and put John Mara's attention. I'm sure he would love to hear this. The, the Giants are very good with this stuff, man. They they respond very well. And, yeah, uh, for, yeah, no doubt, Jerry. Rich, congratulations, my man. Um, just write it to John Mara, 1925 Giants Drive, yeah. uh, East Rutherford. You got to get. The, I don't have the zip code off offhand, and 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 trust me, there's a very good chance John Mara will respond to you. Right, Jerry? Very good chance. We've said it a million times. If you don't like John Mara because of some of the decisions he's made, okay. But no one takes the losing harder, and no one appreciates the fans more than John Mara. Uh, I'll go to my grave saying that. He's just like his Absolutely. father in that respect. Absolutely. Um, ACL underscore tears at AC. That's a terrible name. At ACL, ACL underscore tears. How's the team responding to the visits from the former Giants? Will there be more visits, Chris? Um, first, just one second, Jerry, to Richard, 1925 Giants Drive, East Rutherford, 07073, Rich. You just write the letter and address it to John Marion. I'm pretty sure he'll get back to you. I'm sorry, Jerry, what was that question? No, nice job by you. Um, how's the team responding to the visits from the former, from former Giants and will there be more? We know Judge wants more, but like, how's the team responding to all these guys coming Man, in? They seem to really like it, Jerry. Like you royalty? Know, uh, Phil Simmons was there last night. He talked to them. You know, like like I said a little while ago, uh, other guys have talked to him. Other guys, Sean Harrow was there last night. So, guys, you know, guys are going to be coming in, and um, the team seems to be responding well to them. We'll go two more. Craig at H O E F underscore C. Haven't heard the name Caden Smith at all in a while. He's Does he well. have a role in this team moving forward? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Caden's Caden's been involved in the offense. He's making his catches. 
you know, he's there for blocking too. You know, so, uh, yeah, Caden, without question, has a role in his offense. Especially now with Levine going down. All right, Chris. Kevin Phillip, last one, because there's a lot of questions that, that are asked that we kind of covered already, that you kind of covered already. Chris, from camp, does it, does it appear if they are utilizing Eli Penny anymore? A frustration last year was anytime they used them on short yardage, it seemed very successful. They just didn't do it very often. Thanks from the UK. So, dude, we got the UK, Switzerland, and Mexico, mm. baby, in questions. Awesome. Where the hell is it? Uh, Japan follows. Come I on. know. Where the hell Come, are on. You? Uh, Come on. Let's um, go, Asia. Like I Let's said, Jerry, they really haven't opened the playbook yet. You can't yeah. tell, you know, you can't really tell much of what they're going to do with Eli. Uh, it's, it's a little too early for that. All right. No, you know, one more. Frank Seattle. Uh, Frank Seattle at Frank Seattle. Who is your biggest bust out candidate besides Sills, Chris? My biggest bust out candidate? Uh, I'll give you mine. Besides Sills? Yeah. Can I give you mine first? Uh, Good, yeah, but yeah. Carter Coughlin. Oh, wow. Okay. No, no good? I, no, no, that's all right. I was just, you know what? I, automatically, I was thinking offense. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. no. Okay. So you go with Carter Cop. Oh, yeah. That, you know yeah, what? I'm, I, I, I'm going to see five sacks from him this year, and it's going to be like, wow, where'd that come from? Uh, okay. Just... I'm going to go with Xavier McKinney. Oh, yeah. Can't wait to see him. So, oh, my God. I'm going to go with Xavier McKinney. So excited about this kid. Yeah. Uh, it's got, that is going to be a jersey within two years that is littered around that stadium, all over the place. Absolutely. Convinced. Also, bud. Big physical kid, brother. Ball, yeah. A ball hawking physical safety. Good combination to have in your safety. Ball yeah. hawking and physical. <laughs> yeah. You know? You know? So uh, he could, you know, he could play deep center. <clears throat> he could play the slot. I mean, he just, he could do it. He could cover a lot out there, brother. And nice. he's got, the, like, and I've mentioned this before, he's got those ball hawking skills, Jerry. He's one of those guys <clears throat> that's around the ball, you know? Yep. Uh, all right, dude. Anything else? No, that's it. I guess we'll, you know, we'll, we'll talk next week, right before the preseason game, wrapping up three weeks of camp, right? And then we'll, we'll probably do early to mid next week, guys, and then, uh, yeah, then the, the game, and then we'll, you know, we'll still stay one a week, and then we'll sooner or later, we'll, when the season starts, we'll go to two. But for now, as things happen, well, you we'll want to do it after Fan Fest, Jerry? Or it's a good, uh, it's a good idea. Uh, we'll see. All right, we'll see. All right. I do. Good job. All right, guys, to order a subscription to The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to magster.com for a digital subscription, M-A-G-Z-T-E-R, and download The Giant Insider app from the App Store. We print Sunday night. A lot of good articles in there. Chris's interview with Tay Crowder, story on Galladay. A lot of good stuff. All right, guys, remember, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Take care, everybody.